Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Marvel. I guess I'm supposed to call you Marvelites. Hey Marvelites, welcome. This is Ben Morse, editor of Marvel.com, and you are listening to episode number 158 of the official Marvel podcast for all good things, comics, movies, TV, toys, uh, posters, stickums, stickums, stickers, pogs, I don't know. Anyways, uh, I am in the lead chair this week because Ryan Panagos, Agent M, is on location at an undisclosed location, so filling in for him for the second week in a row, record-setting second week in a row. Intern Alex sitting across from me, how you doing, buddy? Good, good. Things going well. Excited to co-host for third time. Yeah, record setting, third time. No intern has ever co-hosted this many times. I don't know if any guest co-host has ever co-hosted this many times. So you're you're in the books. I know you've done solo ones. But. I have done solo. <laughs> that I will hopefully never have to do again. Um, but if you're joining us for the first time or for the 158th time, welcome nonetheless. We're going to talk about all this week's comics, uh, both print and digital. We're going to cover all the big news in every aspect uh, we are going to answer your comments, which you, of course, can always send to us using the hashtag This Week in Marvel. This week is a question and comment week. Next week, we will be going back to the Unlimited Reading Club. We will be doing uh, Alex's pick, actually. House of M. House of M will be next week, so make sure you're reading that on Marvel Unlimited and sending your comments in using the hashtag TWIMURC. That is hashtag T-W-I-M-U-R-C. And, uh, yeah, we'll have lots of cool stuff to talk about next week. But that's next week. This is this week. And uh, let's get right to it. Alex, kick us off with our first all-new comic. All right. First up, we have all-new X-Factor number 16. This is an Axis tie-in. It's written by Peter David, art by Carmine D.N.G. Domenico. And we start off right where the last one ended off. They just stole the football from the White House, so they're stopping the president from shooting off nuclear missiles. We have these Mark 8 Sentinels. They show up at Serval Industries uh, trying to regain the football. And they do something that kind of pushes our heroes into coming out of this shield that they're in that's protecting them from the Red Skull's hate waves. <laughs> and it's a real crazy, jam-packed action issue. We have a lot, some tension between Polaris and Quicksilver. Uh, we have some real hero moves going on. At the end, there's a little bit of a, I guess, a cameo appearance mm -hmm. from two um, great characters. I'm excited to see. They have some updated new costumes, it looks like. Mm -hmm. And it's real excited. And it's just a real, real, real crazy issue. And I definitely suggest picking it up. Very cool. A big issue. I got two big issues to cover here back to back. First of all, Amazing Spider-Man number nine, which is the official part one of Spider-Verse. We've been doing Edge of Spider-Verse for a couple of months now. Now we are in the thick of it. This uh, issue has two stories, uh, both written by Dan Slott. The lead story illustrated by Olivier Coipel has a crazy prologue, number one, which is more kind of Edge of Spider-Verse flavor. But from there, we finally get Peter Parker involved in uh, what's going on, our Peter Parker. We get a little more background on Moreland and his family, both in the lead story and then especially in the backup story, but we have stuff going on with Peter Parker, with Silk, with a standard robbery, which suddenly brings in all sorts of Spider-Men, women, girls, everything from all different dimensions. Some real big character stuff with a lot of the characters we've been seeing, some unexpected appearances. This is really cool, just for from a long-time Spider-Man perspective. If you've ever read Spider-Man, if you've ever read alternate Spider-Man stories and just wanted to see these characters interact, wanted to see, you know, Peter Porker 
in a Spider-Man comic. It's crazy. I'm kind of underselling how insane it is, uh, but just the amount of characters and seeing how they relate to each other. Uh, we got Spider-Gwen. We got a Bruce Banner spider. We got a Ben Riley. We got everything, man. And um, the issue ends with the spiders have just now kind of gathered and gotten together, but Moreland and his family are still out there, and they strike a familiar universe to uh, readers. And then the backup story, like I said, uh, we get to learn more about Moreland's family. This actually may be uh, my favorite part of the issue. Uh, illustrated by Giuseppe Camoncoli really fleshes out these villains and really gives them some distinct characteristics. So... This is kind of the appetizer for Spider-Verse, but it's a really fun, uh, just everything you think of being thrown at the wall and sticking type of issue. Great art by Olivia Coipel and Giuseppe Camoncoli. Dan Slott obviously having a good time with this and a perfect first chapter for what's going to be a really fun, exciting event. Now, that was the first book to actually show like the whole Moreland family, right? And we've seen like through Edge of Spider-Verse, we've seen like one or two like here and there. This is the yeah. first time we've seen them all together. Exactly, like at one, you yeah. know, at the table. Yeah, scary, so. scary people. <laughs> they are scary, scary people. Well said, Alex Lopez. Okay, Avengers and X-Men Axis number four. Keep rolling right along with the big hits. Uh, book two begins here, Inversion. It's written by Rick Remender, art by Lanil Yu. So we're coming out of the big fight with the Red Skull and Everyone's acting a little crazy. First of all, the title of this uh, issue is Altered Beast, which is phenomenal um, for any yeah. of you who played the 1990s Genesis game Altered Beast. Um, I'm assuming Rick Remender suggested that. It's great. Um, we have both the X-Men and the Avengers kind of not acting like themselves. Uh, the Inversion has obviously done something to them. Everyone's acting very aggressive. We see Sam Wilson, Captain America, really asserting himself for the first time in a very dangerous way we get to see your buddy your favorite carnage <laughs> yeah doing more of his hero stuff that was great and i i actually thought it was in the one panel that you see a shadow i mm -hmm. thought it was spider-man <laughs> i think that's they got you yeah. that I was, was the like, idea i was like yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. so carnage uh, really cool here really cool carnage stuff iron man stuff and then the Avengers and X-Men, like I said, are at the center of this. The X-Men kind of spoiling for war, uh, completely different than we've ever seen them. And uh, Apocalypse, <laughs> just going to say it, Apocalypse is there in full giant A belt buckle. What is going on? That was like one of the reasons I uh, chose to pushed his book towards the bank because I yeah. did it. I knew I was going to spoil know how to it. Handle it. <laughs> yeah. I, no, man, he's right there. He's front and center. Yeah, man, Jarvis I, gets some crazy stuff, and then something happens with the Hulk. This is packed. This issue has a lot going on. Yeah. And then... You won't like the Hulk when he's sad now. Yeah, you won't <laughs> like the Hulk when he's sad. So Axe is just, just not quitting, man. It's uh, full steam ahead on the Axis train. All right, next up we have Deadpool's Art of War, number two, written by Peter David, art by Scott Koblish. Uh, this continues right off the last one. Deadpool's giving a bunch of pointers using the art of war to Loki. Uh, he's going to take off, take over Asgard. And for some reason, Deadpool kind of just, you know, he's like, oh, if you want out, you're at it. You might as well just uh, take over Earth, too. Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, he goes to take over Earth. Loki's kind of like, what's in this for you, Deadpool? And Deadpool being Deadpool just says a book deal and lands himself in a position. Um, I guess he's, I'm just going to say he's in jail. Mm. <laughs> he's in a prison. And Loki continues with his plan, goes to Earth, and has some unexpected, uh, I guess, 
encounters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come after I them. say that my favorite part of this is just the actual inclusion of uh, the, the Sun Tzu stuff. Yeah. I think it's great the way Deadpool like is very narrates serious it. About, yeah, he narrates <laughs> it and then he applies it and it's, it's, it's a cool twist. It's a smart, it's a really smart book actually. Yeah, it's a smart the book great. with a Deadpool twist on it, you know, so yeah. it gives it a nice crazy edge. <laughs> All right, this one's a little outside the box. Uh, I, I loved it, though. You loved it, yeah. <laughs> Death of Wolverine, Life After Logan. It's a one-shot uh, with three short stories from some creators who uh, we don't get a lot from. I mean, some some new writers, one experienced one, some artists we don't always see in this venue. So you get three stories. You get uh, one by Jeff Loveness uh, with art by Mario Del Panino. It's about Cyclops kind of saying his goodbye in his own way to Wolverine and kind of narrating their history together. And uh, some really, really impressive character stuff in terms of Cyclops kind of yeah. getting ahead of, like, you know, how he feels about Wolverine, you know, who was his rival for so long, but also, you know, one of his good friends, one of his allies. I thought Mario Del Panino really, he, he nailed, nailed it with it. the yeah. R. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with his work, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Cyclops guy, even with everything that's been going on with him. So when I saw this, I was like, wow, this is this is just great. There's one page particular in there towards the end where I was just, it's actually my background now. <laughs> oh, yeah? Right there. Is this one? <laughs> yeah. It's a good I, one. It's, you know, this, this, the uniforms that they're wearing, the costumes, it's uh, it's just great, all yeah. the past things. It's beautiful. <laughs> great story there. Then there's a second story called In His Honor by Joshua Hale Fialkov, who, of course, we know his work with art by Eben Coelho, and that is uh, Nightcrawler and Colossus going to Japan and kind of carrying out a last will and testament type thing for Wolverine. Again, a uh, little bit of a twist because it's kind of like, you know, they're sad, but this is a bit more of a celebration of, you know, like this is what Wolverine would have wanted us yeah. to do, and they just get into this brawl with these ninjas, <laughs> but they're doing something really sweet, and it means a lot. And then finally, a uh, buddy of mine, actually, Rex Ogle, is the writer on this last one, and another oh. buddy, Patrick Sherberger, is the artist. It's called A Little Piece of You. And this is cool because it focuses on Armor, who is... Uh, a character, you know, you wouldn't necessarily think of being the first you'd want to get her reaction, but she was close with Wolverine. So she's got herself locked up in the danger room, and she's doing all these simulations. And then <clears throat> Hellion comes in to check on her, and they end up basically just having a fight-slash-conversation. Uh, the dialogue's really fun, but it also is really kind of insightful. Yeah, I do love... <laughs> what? When she punches him in yep. the face. I do love that, that Hellion calls out... Uh, Logan, Logan was like that yeah, creepy exactly. uncle always hanging around with, with young girls. That was kind of, <laughs> anyways, it was, it was a fun story. It was a sad story. This, yeah, this book was just great, man. It, it really gave a lot of perspectives I wasn't thinking that I needed, but that I really liked and gave some, some cool talent a chance to shine. Yeah, I really like the first two stories endings. They had the whole uh, tribute, basically, to yeah. Logan at the end. Yeah, the yeah end it was very it. cool. Yeah. All right, next up we have uh, Death of Wolverine, the Weapon X program, number one. This picks up in the laboratory of uh, Dr. Abraham Cornelius. Oh, sorry. This was written by Charles Soule and art by Salvador LaRocca and colors by Frank DiAmarta. So it picks up in Dr. Abraham Cornelius' lab uh, right after, I'm guessing like right after Wolverine died. Literally yeah, right after. Yeah, right after. Yeah, he's still it's the, the moment after. Yeah, he's still like up on the building and like, mm -hmm. full on anatomy. And um, you see all these new characters and they... Like, they're all experiments or all programs, and you, it's led by this one character who's real mysterious, and he's the only one that's like, oh, I'm not an experiment. I'm a volunteer, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. and so you're like, oh, something's up with this guy. And he's, he looks normal compared to all the other experiments, and they all have crazy powers. One, like, spits acid. Mm. One's really fast. One has his brain showing, but he says he just thinks, so I'm guessing he's super smart. 
good guess. <laughs> and uh, the one, I'm not too sure. Maybe Ben could give some insight on this one. The one character, he's he seems to be super strong. Yeah. But I'm not sure how he gets super strong because no, me either, man. It's yeah, a mystery. Yeah, he's like weak at one point. All of a sudden, yeah. he's just, just you know piles it no, out. It's very interesting power sets from all these guys. Yeah, exactly. And then you get a fight scene towards the end as they're trying to escape. Um, a return of another Weapon X experiment. Yeah, this yeah. is cool. If Ryan was here, he'd be freaking out. Oh, really? This is Slayback, yeah, guys. Yeah, Slayback. Slayback. He... Ryan and I love Slayback. Yeah, he's back. Of for... all the weeks for him to miss. <laughs> yeah. You have no appreciation of Slayback. Uh, I remember him, like, I think I read him the first time was like in Deadpool. Like, what, whatever, man. Really, Just move like, on. You don't really appreciate. Slayback yeah, I like appreciate because I was really young back then. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> keep going. And uh, at the end, you get a real, 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 real big cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. excited to see where this goes. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff out of the Death of Wolverine office this week. Hulk number eight, continuing the Omega Hulk storyline, written by Jerry Duggan. Great, great art by Mark Bagley. This time around. Hulk goes after Red She-Hulk, wants to depower her. Of course, a lot of emotions involved there, as she is really Betty Ross. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is not really Bruce Banner anymore. Um, Rick Jones is involved as well. We get some great fight pages, which I know that's that's what Mark loves to draw. Um, But not only do we get some stuff here uh, as far as the Omega Hulk storyline, we also finally find out who shot Bruce Banner at the beginning of this storyline. And it's uh, kind of a surprising answer. So, some action, some personal stuff, some drama, uh, everything, everything you could want and more. This week's issue of Hulk. Legendary Star-Lord, number five. Actually, a, quite a big issue by Sam Humphreys and Paco Medina. We got Star-Lord interrogating this chameleon, which, uh, if you know your Marvel comics, is a horse, horse. alien. Uh, yeah, talking to horse alien. They were in Power Pack, that whole deal. He's got him in a bar, and he's trying to get the down low on uh, Mr. Knife and his gang, the Slaughter Squad, uh, which is a groovy group of new characters. You got a Snark, you got a Centaurian, a Shi'ar, a Badoon, someone from Planet X, and they're all working together to plunder something from the Chameleons. Um, And as Peter keeps going, he tries to get more and more information. We get a Kitty Pride cameo, and we see the first appearance of the Black Vortex, which is going to be a huge plot point moving forward. Um, So that's big. And then just as we get to the end of the recounting of this story, huge twist as far as the present and a great uh, guest star. And it's going to lead to big things next issue, which is going to be both a date with Kitty and also more of the Slaughter Squad. You know it's a big thing when the Black Vortex is introduced with the logo. Oh, yeah, the logos, right? It gets its own logo. Like, how many <laughs> items get their own logo? Good point, young Alex. All right, Miracle Man number 13, of course, reprinting the classic series. This one uh, with art by John Tottleman is doing the classic story Hermes. Um, very layered story, a lot of stuff about Miracle Man and Miracle Woman, learning more about their origins, going to space for the first time. Really smart, really crazy. Art is insane. A lot of great back matter. As always, not really much more you can say about Miracle Man. It's Miracle Man. Yeah. It's, it's, it is. It is what it is. And, and it's great. Again, parental advisory. <laughs> yeah, parental advisory. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> All right, next one up, Rocket Raccoon number five, um, written by Scotty Young, art by Jake Parker and Scotty Young. And it starts off with Rocket just finishing up a story for um, a bunch of, I guess, 
Boy Scouts? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> little aliens? Yeah, little alien Boy Scouts. Another alien Scouts? I'm guessing Boy Scouts because they had like the whole, you know, I don't think they're actual thing. Boy Scouts yeah. because they're aliens. Alien Scouts? <laughs> yeah, we'll call them Alien Scouts. <laughs> and uh, they're like, please, Rocket, one more story. And Groot chimes in. Mm-hmm, <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, I guess he makes a little bit of a... Um, I am Groot. He's like, tell this one, I guess, to Rocket. And Rocket understands. He's like, all right. He's like, but you tell it. Yep. So you get a whole story narrated by Groot. <laughs> right. So you know what that is going to be like. And first of all, the the framing sequence is the one John, drawn by Scotty Young. And then the actual story is, is drawn by Jake, Jake Parker. Parker. It does a great job of oh, yeah. keeping in the style of this book. Yeah. Even though you're getting a whole story narrated by Groot, you still have all this awesome art to actually tell a story. Mm-hmm. And it's this huge, huge, like, space adventure. Mm-hmm. And at the end, it's just, like, a cre- it's, like, it's a ridiculous twist. <laughs> and it's just an awesome book. And I definitely say pick it up because you'll – I don't think you'll ever guess what's going to happen at the end. Yeah. All right. All right, more Spider-Verse. We got Spider-Verse Team-Up number one. This is a cool little limited series that gets a little more in-depth into some of the team-ups between the different spider folks. Uh, the first story is written by Christos Gage with art by Dave Williams. And it uh, takes place – before Amazing Spider-Man number nine and shows old man Spider and Spider-Ham going to recruit a Ben Riley, somewhat like the one we know, but maybe not quite. Uh, they face off against a whole squad of vultures, which I thought was really neat. Again, showing the uh, scope of Spider-Verse. You got all these different vulture characters. But Ben Riley is really the interesting thing for me here. His, uh, just how confident he is, how he yeah. thinks everything works out. It's very much of a moment, Ben Riley, and his interactions with not only Spider-Ham, but also with Old Man Spider, we don't know much about. Uh, very intriguing. And then the second story by the classic team of Roger Stern and Bob McCloud, two legends, uh, we've got Six-Armed Spider-Man and Spider-Man Noir joining, journeying to a new dimension, a new Earth, and trying to get to the Peter Parker there before Moreland does. Uh, the Peter Parker there has a very unique situation where he may be turning into a man-spider, so yeah. they've got to lock that down. They've got very different methods, very different characters. Number four again. <laughs> yeah. They've got very different methods. They've got very different personalities. So seeing them uh, try to work together is definitely very interesting. Cool stuff in Spider-Verse. I like that in the first story, the optimistic Ben Riley, like, yeah. try to tell his story. And they wouldn't let him. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it's, a, it's kind of a tease to the fans because obviously we want to know what's going yeah, exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to tell us like, quite yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, we have Stephen King's The Dark Tower, The Drawing of the Three. The Prisoner Number 4. It's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> Written by Peter David and Robin Firth and art by Peter Kowalski. Mm-hmm. And it's just continuing the story of a young Eddie Dean. And basically, this is a really mature book. It has a lot of drug use. Mm-hmm. And you see the hard times that he and his brother are going through. And he kind of just wants to get him out of there. So he makes a deal with this, I guess, kind of kingpin named Balazar. And he has to go on a mission, and he has to save basically his brother and try to get him out of the, the spot that they're in right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up. Last, last up, actually. There you go. Yeah. Fin- starting and finishing. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men number 21, written by Mark Guggenheim. Art by Dexter Stoy and Harvey Tullibo. And this is really just taking off with the, uh, or taking up the story of Deathbird and why she was coming to the team and trying to was it the providian order i think it's called going after you ask, you <laughs> i just want to make sure you, i'm saying do it right. your research i want to make sure i'm saying it right that's well what you know. should look it up beforehand you should not be asking me on the air pronunciation is key everyone yeah. <laughs> and you find out exactly 
what is happening, what the Forbidden Order actually did to Death Bird to make her so mad, and you get a lot of action in here. It's really like a kind of big movie fight scene. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of twists and turns. You see who's the mole, and there's kind of like some half deaths and <laughs> within the team, yeah. and then they come back, and at the end you see that this mole that was on the bridge, or it's, I think it was, the, the mole was said last issue. I just can't remember to be honest. Do it. Like, you're knocking this one out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And and uh, you see at the end the other minions that the Providian Order is sending yeah. to take on the team, and it's kind of they're really creepy and scary looking things. I like that with your Jersey accent. It sounds like you're saying deaf bird, <laughs> like she's a bird who can't hear. I grew up in Central Jersey all my life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, good job recapping that, young Alex. Uh, kind of a smaller selection of books this week, but some really strong ones. What is your Twim of the Week? Twim of the Week for me would have to be Avengers and X-Men Axis, number four. There you go. Because it was just big it, issue. It was a big issue, yeah. <laughs> Seeing Carnage come back doing some awesome things. Yep. You really. love your Carnage. All right. <laughs> I liked that a lot. I liked all the Spider-Verse stuff. I'm really excited about Spider-Verse, but I'm going to go a little off the beaten path. And uh, mm -hmm. as we were going back over it, I think I really liked Life After Logan, yeah. Death of Wolverine. That, that would was, definitely be my second. Yeah, that was that was very strong. Uh, Deadpool's Art of War sneaking in there, too. I thought that was a good book. But a lot of good stuff for you guys to read this week. Sample it. Check it out. Uh, enjoy Marvel putting out the bomb material. Collections on sale this week, Avengers Volume 6, Infinite Avengers in hardcover, Captain America, The Death of Captain America prose novel, that's cool, different way for you guys to experience that storyline, Deadpool Classic Volume 10, I can't believe they're up to Volume 10, Deadpool vs. X-Force, Elektra Volume 1, Bloodlines, that's a heavy recommendation here, Fantastic Four by Jonathan Hickman Omnibus Volume 2 hardcover, the Marvel 75th Anniversary Omnibus hardcover, that is gigantic. Miles Morales, The Ultimate Spider-Man, Volume 1, Revival, New Avengers, Volume 4, Perfect World, Hardcover, Thor, God of Thunder, Volume 1, Hardcover. So a lot of hardcover collections out this week. As far as digital comics on the Marvel Comics app, we've got everything on sale this week except for Dark Tower and Miracle Man, but you get issues 4 through 6 of Captain America, Fear Him. And also on the app, you got Avengers issues 325 through 344, Onslaught Marvel Universe number one and Avengers the Initiative Special number one. Alex, what collections are on the app? All right, collections on sale this week. Avengers, Lionheart of Avalon. Avengers the Initiative, Disassembled. Daredevil, Lady Bullseye. Daredevil, Return of the King. Fear Itself, Avengers Academy. X-Men, Black Panther, Wild Kingdom. X-Men, The Complete Onslaught, Epic Book 4. Avengers Volume 6, Infinite Avengers. Deadpool Classic Volume 10. Deadpool vs. X-Force, and that's my recommendation. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Electra Volume 1, Bloodlines, Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 1, Revival, New Avengers Volume 4, A Perfect World. Then over on Marvel Unlimited, freshly digitized comics this week include all-new X-Factor number 7, Amazing Spider-Man number 1.1, that's a learning to crawl storyline, Black Widow number 6, Cyclops number 1, awesome book, Deadpool vs. Carnage, number two. Uh, some classic books here. We got Fantastic Four original series, 330, 332, and 378. And then original series Incredible Hulk, 145 through 147, 149, 151, 400, and 437. Iron Fist the Living Weapon, number two. Loki, Agent of Asgard, number two. Magneto, number three. Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man, number one. Moon Knight, number two. New Warriors, number four. Original Sin, number one. That's huge. 
Punisher number five, Savage Wolverine number 18, and She-Hulk number two. All right, guys, we've got some news this week. Uh, I've got the comics and game stuff covered. Now, by the time this comes out, there probably is a lot more comics news out, but because we're recording on Tuesday, we're going to play it safe and not talk about it, and we'll talk about it next <laughs> week. What we can talk about is, as we mentioned, Captain America, Fear Him, the Infinite comic is now out, all six issues, and we spoke to Tom Brevoort about it. Uh, there's going to be a Captain America Peggy Carter special coming up in December. We had an exclusive first look at the cover. Uh, some cool stuff from Marvel Custom Solutions last week. They worked with ESPN Magazine to produce a new uh, piece of LeBron James, kind of an homage to Amazing Spider-Man number one, uh, with him coming back to the Cavaliers. And also we talked to them about the Iron Man sound effects comic they put out with the uh, Children's Hearing Institute, which is uh, following up with Blue Ear and a new character named Sephira. Now, over in games, we got a lot of new releases. Uh, Contest of Champions, we showed the image sheet for Deadpool and talked oh, to the folks sorry. at Kabam about what he's bringing to the game. Marvel Heroes 2015, we showed the trailer and images for Juggernaut, who by the time this is recorded should probably be available. Over in Spider-Man Unlimited, Spider-Gwen is coming soon. Uh, that coming off the heels of a bunch of cool Halloween events. And then over in Avengers Alliance, a new spec op started that is going to make Blade and Morbius available. And I'm playing that now, and I am making good progress. Now, since Alex has no news, because he's no. an intern, <laughs> we are going to kick things over to Mark and Patrick, who have everything that's going on in the world of movies and TV. Guys, take it away. Hello there, this week in Marvelites. This is Marvel.com editor Mark Strom, joined by... Marvel.com assistant editor Patrick Cavanaugh. With another thrilling installment of the Stromy and the Wolfman show, starring Stromy and the Wolfman. So, this week in Marvel, out here on the West Coast, we've got plenty of TV news for you. Of course, this week we showed Marvel 75 Years, from pulp to pop, and... In that, we gave you an exclusive look at Avengers Age of Ultron, at Ant-Man, and at Marvel's Agent Carter, which is coming up this January, a special eight-part television event airing on ABC. You got to meet the original Jarvis, the original human being living and breathing Edwin Jarvis in this clip, along with Peggy Carter, Agent Carter herself, Haley Atwell. So you can check that out now on Marvel.com and our YouTube channel. Of course, the clip, I mean, not the whole special. You cannot check that out on Marvel.com. However, you can check it out, I believe, on Watch ABC. So head on over there, and you should be able to see the entire thing. It is a really great special. I highly encourage you all check it out if you haven't already. And next week, we're back with an all-new episode of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Of course, last week in the stinger at the end, or I'm sorry, two weeks ago, well, I guess last week right now, in our last episode, we saw a guy that had some very interesting tattoos that may or may not have resembled the alien glyphs that Coulson has been carving into walls for much of this season so far. We'll get to learn a little bit more about him, learn a little bit more about those alien glyphs, and, well, there'll be some more ward action as well, because he's currently on the run after the events of our last episode. Check it all out next Tuesday, 9, 8 central, on 
ABC. This week, even though we had no new episode of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we did have a new episode of This Week in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We talked with the show's costume designer, Anne Foley, about the character's new looks for the season, making everything work in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, talked a little bit about Mockingbird's tactical suit, lots of cool stuff. Head on over to Marvel.com right now, listen in, it's live, and we will be probably bringing you some clips and some more previews of next week's episode at some point this week. I do not know exactly when, but keep your eyes out for those. Finally, wrapping things up on my front, we were nominated for a lot of People's Choice Awards. We? You me, and me? Not, not me. Me and you? No. I you was, and I? It was the royal we, Patrick. Oh, man. The royal Marvel I thought we. the people had spoken. Nope, nope. Nobody wants us. Oh, they, they, they just want Captain America and the Guardians. Of course, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy, both nominated for both best movie and best, or favorite movie and favorite action movie of the year. Favorite movie duo was... Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson they've been nominated favorite action movie actress Scarlett Johansson favorite actress Scarlett Johansson favorite action movie actor Chris Evans we were also nominated for favorite network sci-fi slash fantasy TV show with Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man himself scored a couple of recognitions uh Emily Van Camp, Agent 13 from Captain America the Winter Soldier, was nominated for her work on Revenge. You can check out the full list on Marvel.com. Vote early. Vote often. You can vote as long as you like. Voting closes December 5th, I believe. So, you don't have very long. Well, it may seem like you have long, but you don't have very long. And you, can you write in people? You cannot. Best? No. Is you there cannot. a way to hack the system so that I can win Best Action Star? Patrick, nobody is voting for you as Best Action Star. Well, that's because they don't know how. What about Best Actress? Also, they don't know who you are. Well, they've been listening to this podcast. They can tell the action in my voice. It's very exciting. Very science fiction-y. Right? No. Right? No. Anyway. Just, just talk now if you agree with me. People listening to this podcast. Don't, don't do that. Just yell out in your car or your office, wherever you might be listening to this. And definitely don't tweet at Ben J. Morse telling him how the Wolfman <laughs> is your favorite action If star. there's one thing Ben J. Morse hates, it's me. If there's two things he hates... It's me and tweets about me. <laughs> so, you, if you want to get on Ben J. Morris's bad side, then you would definitely want to hashtag, hashtag Wolfman Action Man to Ben J. Morris, at Ben J. Morris. I'm going to look into that hashtag, see how many... Tweets that come from people who are not me or my mom with the hashtag Wolfman Action Man. All right, then. So that pretty much covers everything I have. Go vote. 
for Captain America and the Guardians. Do not vote for Patrick. But hashtag Wolfman Action Man. Make sure you do that. Oh, just move on to animation, Patrick. Well, in animation, we have a new episode of Hulk and the Agents of Smash this Sunday at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on Disney XD. And on that episode of Marvel's Hulk and the Agents of Smash, you'll see that the Hulks finally make their way back to Earth, but the High Evolutionary has devolved everybody on Earth into a more primitive state. So if you thought the Hulks were savage now, wait to see their even more savage versions this Sunday on Disney XD at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Following that, will be a brand new episode of Marvel's Avengers Assemble. In that episode, you'll see that Falcon had created plans for each different member of the Avengers specified to them involving countermeasures, just in case they'd ever have to be taken down. And a mysterious villain has gotten those plans from S.H.I.E.L.D. and one by one is trying to take out the Avengers, and Falcon is hoping to prevent them from doing so. And that is this Sunday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Disney XD. That's Marvel's Avengers Assemble. Is that mysterious villain's name the Wolfman? Uh, it is Wolfman Action Man. Wolfman Action Man. Middle name, middle name Action Man. Last name Monster Man. So Wolfman A. Monster Man is his official villain name. Which is, which is wham, W-A-M. I was wondering how wham. long it would take you to realize that joke. Wolfman, Action Man, Monster Man. That's the full villain name, and it is credited as such in that, in that show's credits. Don't worry, listeners. I promise you none of this is true. Anyways, in case you're looking to watch some of our animated series, but you might... Maybe you don't have Disney. You've been interested in checking out one of these animated series. Currently, you can check out an episode of Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warriors hosted on Marvel.com. You'll get to see an episode featuring Iron Spider and Amadeus Cho and Taskmaster. So head on over to Marvel.com to see what you've been missing. Is that... that yeah. That's All right. right. All right. We're wrapping it up. I can talk up. for a lot longer. Nope, if you'd like. nope. We're wrapping about it up. About the adventures of Wolfman Action Man. We are, Man. we are wrapping this up. Thank you all for listening. Once again, we're going to send you back to New York. Remember, as always, tweet at Ben J. Morse, letting him know how much you love the Strami and the Wolfman show. Hashtag Strami, hashtag Wolfman, hashtag Wolfman Action Man. Yes, use all those hashtags. And we'll be back with you in seven more days. But until then, have a splendiferous weekend, a splendiferous week, and we thank you for listening. Oh, and have a spooky week. It's no longer October. Oh, man. Yeah. Bye, folks. Thank you, Mark and Patrick. Uh, excellent job, as always. You guys are just the toasts of the coast. Um, so now it's back to me and Alex to answer your questions and comments, address what we can. Of course, you can always reach us using the hashtag this week in Marvel. Uh, you got to make sure you get the hashtag correct. Otherwise, we will not be able to pick it up. Yeah, and a lot of I will miss it. Alex and will, I will get miss yelled it. at. You'll get yelled at by Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's not here this week, so you're not going to get yelled at. Um, but let's get right into it. All right, we got Agent Twim saying, does Spider-Woman turn into Spider-Women after issue number one? That, of course, uh, Silk's going to be featured prominently. There's a lot of characters there. Uh, 
Oh, Silk's getting her own book. So probably wouldn't be featured that yeah. heavily. <laughs> I think Spider Woman's gonna be, you know, Jessica Drew. But you know, the, the, with with Spider Verse and all these characters, uh, who knows? Like where they're all gonna end up? There's gonna be a lot of. Sp- oh God! <laughs> yo, yo! I said. Yo. I think I said Spider too many times. I think you did. Because here is Nicolo, Spider Man. What a perfect week for you to uh, to visit us. Why are we talking about Spider Verse? We're always talking about. Spider-Verse. I'm going to make you say it every time. Um, yeah, man. We went through our books. talked about Amazing Number 9. Yes. talked about Spider-Verse team-up. How many of the... Were, I assume one of those was each of your books of the week. I think it's we like, just... No. You oh, don't... Book of the week. Yeah. yeah. Which, don't... This is Alex. He's our intern. Alex, you know, can't on, trust man. him. He can't come trust on. him. Uh, you know, every every Nicolo book is a book of the week okay. and a book of the year. Did did you choose it as your book? So we got a lot of, of your week. I said I recommended them choose? highly. I recommended them highly. What did you choose? I picked uh, Death of Wolverine: Life After Logan, number one, because what? I want what? I want to <laughs> give. You know, I think there's a lot of spiders coming out. I think the best is yet to come. <laughs> Nick, Nick, yeah, no, great radio Vic is Nick projected himself across the room. Um, but I will I say, I p- well, hold on, because I picked that, which was edited by Mike Martz, and Alex picked Axis, which is a Brevoort book. Which is shameful. Yeah, so really, he's the summer. But listen, both the Spider-Verse books this week were phenomenal. They were great. Apparently not phenomenal <laughs> enough. <laughs> Apparently not phenomenal enough. No, they were great, man. They were they were awesome. Well, thank you. They're the they're the they're the palate cleanser before the big event, though. You know, these are these are, they're we're we're getting into Spider Verse now. This is just like the no, amazing nine. The, is the start of Spider Verse. I understand, but it's that the is first chapter. <laughs> that is the kickoff of the event. Yeah, I know, but it it's is. the first course. Out of your it's mind. not going well. Anyway, it's not going well. Anyway, Let's talk about it, man. How amazing was it? How beautiful it was, great. was Olivia? The Coy art was incredible. Oh, I actually really enjoyed the backup in Amazing Number Nine because I am really into this Moreland family. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, Moreland, we thought we knew everything about him, but yeah. now Dan has like opened it up and come up with all these crazy ideas. And I think, you know, Camo did a great job drawing it. Yep. I, I really, I, that may be my story of the week. Well, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, and Justin Ponzer's colors, Olivia Coipel's art, and the re- uh, I, it's just such yeah. a great issue. And the editing? Uh, it's true. Tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous. I, there, was some, there was some choice editing. There's some uh, oh, yeah. editor's boxes in there. There is, there is. Where, where you see Moreland, and I, and I my comment is like, you know, just chill out. We'll get yeah, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah. About, I know, other, it's true. The other. Yeah. You're, very, you're very good about that, injecting some, some of the fun back into Spider-Man. Yeah, but that, and, and it's, it's just such a great story. Well, and yeah. I know that, and, I, and I, can, I guess I can understand why you wouldn't pick it as a book of week because we've been really talking about it yeah. for like eight months. Yeah, we've it's been talking true. about this. So a lot of the stuff, you know, as we're trying to, as we get Spider-Verse is going to be book of the week it. so many times that, you know, you got to let it breathe a little. Ben? Yeah. It better. It better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, all right, so better. I already, what's coming out next week? Because I'll just say right away, like <laughs> that preempt. Number one. Spider-Woman preempt number one, preemptively. Actually, our first question and comment was about Spider-Woman. Well, let's yeah. get into it. It let's was, dig in. does Spider-Woman turn into Spider-Women? After issue number one, because there's gonna be so many Spider Women in the book. There are so many Spider Women in that book. 
but it is still, uh, as it goes on, it focuses on yeah. Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew, and it focuses on Silk. Because then Silk has her own book coming. Silk has her so, own book coming out of there. It's not going to be that uh, long. No, it's not, it's not no. going to be long. So it's just one of those three issues. And then coming out of there, I can't wait to say what is, what's going to be going on in Spider-Woman. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. It is really cool. Uh, we we get some big announcements coming up. For we her. do. We do. Um, very excited about that. And the Silk book is going to be just so good. How great was Silk in that issue? Silk is awesome. Right. Silk is uh, maybe the new character find of 2014. Yeah, I'm going to say. New character I, find of 2014. I think I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah, no, why would you? Oh, I'd, I'd be a fool. She's, <laughs> she's She fool. is excellent, and her interactions with Peter are hilarious. Yep. And has a good day. How much of a beast is this editing-wise just because of all the, all the different <laughs> characters? It is an incredible beast. Luckily, I have such incredible creative teams mm-hmm. on it. Uh, who both make my life easy in that they do amazing work. Yes. But there's just so many layers, and th- I have so many charts. I have, like, four different charts. You're not a charts guy. I'm not. A, I hate charts. No, you hate math. Yeah, math is the worst. Yeah. I mean, kids, study it to the point where you can, like, you know, yeah, balance where your you checkbook. Can, yeah, exactly. Where you can get by. Uh, if you, like, take calculus classes, if you like to do puzzles, see it as a puzzle, as a yeah. mind stretch. Uh, I have I mean, I took pre-calc. Yeah. Ben, ask me how many times I've used that in my job. How many times, Nick, have Not you used Not a one. You didn't let me finish the question. <laughs> I know. But I guess you're so yeah. versed in calculus that you knew I what you I was going to ask. I change the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, math's important, kids. Study your math. Yeah, but, math's fundamental. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, but then I also, one of the things I do want to talk about as well, uh, there, the first issue, this first issue of Spider-Verse, and it's, we started get, getting to see him a little bit in some of the Edge of Spider-Verse mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Spider-Ham. Yeah. Get a little more ham. It, well, it was crazy amazing. seeing him in Amazing. Yeah. Full-on yeah. Olivier, you know, gets his own little, like, splash to come in. That yep. was pretty surreal. That was the type of thing that I was saying, like, it kind of underlined to me how crazy Spider-Verse is when that's just, like, one moment in the book where he's once upon a time, that would have been, like, that would have been enough. A whole issue. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but there's so much. There's so much going on. Spider-Verse. And then you get to see him in Spider-Verse team-up. You yep. get a, another great gag, uh, a couple great gags. Oh, yeah. the Well, we talked about the Ben Riley not getting to tell his story thing, which I'm sure, you know, you and Chris Oskage <laughs> cooked up just to just to irritate the fans, as you like to do. It's true. We tease a little bit. We're yeah. gonna, we get in that a little bit more in Scarlet Spiders, which is oh, coming out in a couple right. weeks. Anyway, I've t- completely derailed us no, off. No, no, it's all right, because because I want to ask you questions about this, because these are these are other questions. But there's one thing I want to talk about in Spider-Verse yeah. Team-Up, the backup team, Legends. Yes. Roger Stern and Bob McCloud. That's yep. a... That is a heavy bullpen to go and, to, my friend. And both joys to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, the great thing about this, uh, about Spider-Verse Team-Up and about the Spider-Verse event in general is that there, it, 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 there are so many opportunities for people to tell incredible stories that there isn't even, it's not even really a bullpen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. No, they're all sure starters. That we, spider, that we had spider creators from, uh, like, the greatest points in spider history. So, right. you know, you've got, you've got Roger Stern, one of the biggest spider writers ever. One of the ever, best. One of the best. Ever. In this issue, wrote and the Bob Juggernaut McLeod, story. Great. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Completely. Uh, and then we got Bob McCloud, co-creator of the New, New Mutants. Mutants. So, did so much amazing X-Men work mm-hmm. in his time. He hasn't done all that much Spider-Man. So no, it's so cool to, to see him drawing Spider-Man. And it was cool to see a newer character like Spider-Man Noir, yep. relatively new, in the hands and of. That was the one he wanted like to write the most. That's cool. Yep, he, he loved the kind of pulpiness of it, That's and very then. Cool. Uh, and we wanted to get him something that he kind of dug into in his past. So that was why the Six Armed Spider-Man was in yep. that one. A next issue of the Spider Verse team up. You got Jared Conway Ooh. writing a story. Oh, in it. that's big, man! I didn't and even it's know that. Great, yeah, it is great. Not only the next issue, not only it has like two of my favorite stories. It's got the the Gage Williams joint yep. jam, jam joint jam joint 
Jam joint. Joint joint. Yeah, the Gage Williams jam joint. Yeah. Of that one. It plays during the 1967 cartoon. Yeah, that that looks great. Um, wait till you see the pages, guys. Yeah. You're going to lose your minds. Yeah. And then the B story, it's you got Jerry Conway back, and he is so good. And uh, Steven Sanders yeah. bringing the art. Oh, that, love me one. some Steve Sanders. Yep, yep. And what's that one about? And that one is about Spider-Gwen. That's what I thought. Yep. Jerry Conway writing to Gwen Stacy. That's dangerous. Right? That and, is dangerous. And then I can't even wait for the, the third issue. Mm-hmm. Too. Not only does it have a huge plot point for yep. Spider-Verse in it, especially the third issue may have the biggest plot point of all of them. Uh, that's in the that's in the the Gage Williams jam joint. Yeah, of that issue. <laughs> joint jam. And then the the other story in there, the the second story in there, Tom DeFalco, Ron Price, nice. Mayday, Ooh, classic Parker, team. and a mystery spider character wow. we have not seen yet. Nicole, you have lined up quite a stable here. Tell me about it. Yeah. I'm the luckiest editor in comics. And just wait, wait till you see after Spider Verse. Yeah. I mean these books. Uh, it's, this is just this is the shot off the bow. It's yeah. the biggest spider event ever. Yeah, we're only gonna get bigger. Oh guys. my god, Nick! Come on, man! You I gotta can't. slow down at some I point. That's, that's what my mom always said when yep. I was driving my car. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I never did. That is why my driving record is so horrible. That's why you live in New York City, where <laughs> you don't true. need to drive. It's true. It's perfect. Well, well, thanks, man. We're gonna answer some questions. You wanna you wanna stick around? You gotta get back to work. What do you want? Can do? I help? Anything I can I help know. with? I mean, the next one is. Still from Agent Twim, Amazing Spider-Man number eight. Whoa, I guess I shouldn't be surprised of where that character is probably going, but wow, devastated. I don't even know who he's talking about. I think he's. I think. Oh yeah, that was rough. And that. Yeah, there's been some some sad stuff going on. There's been some hardcore stuff, and I mean, and this is the craziest thing is that you know I feel like Dan Slott is a writer who goes into that well maybe the least of Mm. like deaths. Yeah, like Dan almost Doesn't like never to do kills it. anybody. Like yeah. rarely kills anybody, uh, any characters. He yeah. might kill plenty of people. Who knows? Yeah, unknown. But kills uh, your patients sometimes. Ah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but, but that's how you know this is a, a very big story and, and a very important one. But yeah, that was a crushing backup story. Yeah, that was tough. That was real tough. Yep. Um, this is a perfect question for you, Nick. Yeah, uh, it sure. says I feel like Deadpool number thirty-seven didn't do a very good job of explaining. WTF happened in Axis? So confused. What happened on Genosha? Oh yeah, I can I can talk to this. I, even though Jordan <laughs> edited that book, it's I'm sure it's Brevoort's fault. Yeah, in the end. yeah. I figured but, uh, you might want to chime in on that. Oh yeah, he's the worst. I mean, have we discussed anyway? You brought it up have. a couple okay, times. Sounds good. Uh, but what happened on Genosha was um, I, yeah, we, I can talk about it. that issue came out right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's three, out, man. We're past that. Four. We're okay, in yeah. four now. And on Genosha, it was Scarlet Witch, Doctor Doom. Yep. Inverted everybody. Yeah, they they tweaked it so now a lot of your favorite heroes, villains. What? A lot of your favorite villains, heroes. Yeah. What would inverted Nicolo be like? Uh, Just he, normal Nicolo. Yeah, I don't know if you can invert me. No, I feel like you're <laughs> I'm already such somewhat a gray area character. You're somewhat inverted <laughs> to begin with. I mean, he probably have like very little energy. Mm. Um, he might. Uh, what else? would he do he probably, he probably was a lot better with the ladies when he was growing up <laughs> i refuse to believe that uh, he would probably probably grow a beard yeah or like a pork pie hat yeah, he probably would yeah he probably would that's that's what, I, that's what i ima- that's what i imagine all right what do we got next what do we got next uh i know forge probably doesn't need the help but i would love an r&d forge and cypher team 
That would just yeah. sell millions, would, I think, would. right? I, I can't believe we haven't done it yet. Yeah, I it seems like just two low characters who set the sales market on fire. <laughs> low hanging fruit, <laughs> yep. money on the table. Yep. That's what we call, I would call that limited series Forge and Cipher, money on the table. <laughs> Forge and Cipher, the solicit that never comes out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, cool. Hope we answered your question. Yeah. Answer. Blam! Untold Tales of Spider-Man number negative one. Richard Parker. Richard and Mary Parker, Agents of Shield. They save Wolverine. I've never read that issue. Have you read that issue? Uh, I I think I like paged through it back at the no. time. I may have read it when it came out. I um, was not reading when they did the flashback month, which yeah. I kind of regret because oh. it seemed like well, a lot here, of fun. I'm right. gonna lay something on you. Yeah. There is one particular flashback issue that was incredible. Like, I read okay. a bunch of them because I was a huge fanboy at the time, and yeah. some of the X Men stuff was like blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, some of the other stuff was kind of weird. What I will say, you, the one you have to pick up is the Incredible Hulk one. Oh, yeah? It is Peter David, Adam Kubert. Mm. It is incredible. Yeah. Like, it is one of, it is in my probably top 10 Marvel comics ever. Wow, really? Ever. That's huge. It's unbelievable how good it is. All about uh, Bruce Banner and his dad. That's, yeah, that's big. Yep, there's a Braveheart right joke in it, which I'm always. Yeah, oh, you know, if there's a Braveheart joke, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, but I haven't. I, I if I if I've read that one, it hasn't been in years. I remember reading X Force number one because I remember it was a Thunderbird story, which yeah. was really weird to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, totally. Um, but we right. so we got to see some of them in the uh, Spider-Man OGN. Yeah, that's Family true. Business. Family business. Family yeah. business. It's out now. Business. Available time. everywhere. It's business. Did you edit that? Time. Uh, no, no, I didn't. That was Steve Wacker. I love that book. Though. Yeah. That I, is probably that might be our best OGN we've ever done. It was until. Until the one you're working on. Until I, until mine comes. Until out. you figure. No, out. I, I did one that I think is fantastic, but no. the Spider-Man one just. Wow. Uh, High praise. Yeah. Because you're a big fan of your work. Stuff. I yeah. love myself. You're a big <laughs> fan of your own work. No one loves Nick Lowe's work more than Nick Lowe. Yeah, that's true, for sure. Amazon gave me a ten dollar credit for their app store. The only two things I bought are Marvel Pinball and Guardians of the Galaxy: The Ultimate Weapon. Two of our awesome. great games. Thank you for Stoked. that. You got to get Spider-Man Unlimited. Oh yeah, Spider-Man Unlimited. That, that thing pings me. The Shield people are ready for me to take on some more uh, Spider villains. Yeah, somewhere. and I know the people from Spider-Man Unlimited are anxious to. Uh, yep. And if you're a Spider-Verse fan, you definitely have oh, to play yeah. Spider-Man Unlimited because we've been actually working with them very closely. Well, yeah. they have a bunch of Spider-Verse characters and things showing up. Well, there we just talked about they're rolling out Spider-Gwen. Yep. And uh, I remember. Boom. Joe Terabarelli, one of our PR guys, walked by my computer and saw the image I was uploading from Spider Unlimited and immediately goes, Where did you get that? Like, I got some secret image of Spider Gwen that we weren't supposed to be putting out from the comic. And I was like, Dude, it's from Spider Man Unlimited. Yeah. They, they act fast. Oh, yeah. There's they so move quick. many characters. So, once you read this, like, like I yeah. know that Spider UK is mm -hmm. going to be in it. Yep. Uh, I and and so many more. I don't want to spoil it because I, I don't know where they are in their announcements. But yeah, I, we've you may have seen... just spoiled Spider UK. No, no. Who well, knows? He, I, <laughs> I probably will spoil a little bit, but I don't think no. they'll mind. But uh, but he'll be getting, he'll, he'll be a mission giver for yeah. a while. For, yeah, that's uh, true. For There's big Spider UK stuff coming. Yep. Up. All right, uh, a little bit more from Agent Twim. Every single day, I leave the house wearing a Marvel shirt, shoes, watch, and have a Marvel wallet. I need Marvel jeans, please. Well, I'm gonna see what we're gonna do. We're gonna tie Tom Brevoort down. Oh, jeez. We're gonna take. This his is how jeans. all your plans start. <laughs> we're gonna take his jeans and okay. we're gonna send them to this guy, and then he can have Marvel jeans. Because I think Tom's worn the same pair in the entire uh, twenty-five plus years of his career here. You are welcome to try to take Tom's jeans off. I am gonna opt out of that endeavor. We can fool him. 
You can fool him. Maybe you, I can. Alex will help I'm you. Certainly I can. Alex I'm sure Alex will. He has no choice. Yeah. Uh, and then one last one from Agent Twim, and this ties into the uh, Carnage Limited series. Sin Eater. Yep. Gene DeWolf must be avenged. He must be stopped. That's what Carnage is going to aim to do. Yeah. I hope you're liking uh, Axis Carnage. You're actually sitting next to probably Axis Carnage's number one fan oh, who Excellent. that was his book of the week last it's week. A nuts. And he freaked out about it. It is a nuts book and it it, it just gets crazier. That's Rick why, Spears is awesome. That's why I picked Axis this week. Just because Carnage? Because Carnage is in it for a second. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, he's in, he has a little bit yeah, Carnage comes in there. Yeah, he he sure tries does. to do his yeah, Spider Man thing. Weekend too. Yeah, it's really fun. I love how Rick writes Carnage. He writes Both a great Ricks. Carnage. Both Ricks write great Carnage. Ricks are inherently but, good at writing Carnage. Yeah, Rick Spears took his lead off of uh, mm -hmm. Rick Remender here uh, for like you know how the kind of way more rednecky Carnage yeah. than we've uh, <laughs> than we've seen in a while. Rednecky Carnage is the best Carnage. It's pretty delightful. Absolutely. We got more. We had Ashley Janelle said uh, this week in Marvel just proves my point that Marvel is awesome and also that I need to go to Comic-Con. So she loves our podcast. Yeah. Nick, you, of course, have been a big part of our podcast. Uh, so. I love I love the podcast. I love the Marvel Live stuff. Yeah. Uh, at at Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. And you were part of our first ever live podcast. It's true. I, I have destroyed great. it. <laughs> oh, my God. You've seen you still have bruises. You've seen that. the pictures on Marvel.com. Well, I right? haven't. Oh, I haven't. Get Judy Stevens to send it to you because she got a great, like, three shot of you, like, in the air, <laughs> falling back, my face being like, oh, like, I'm terrified. <laughs> Ryan looks unfazed. Um, and then you recover and ask Judy to send those to you because they're, okay. they're great. Okay. Uh, we should make, like, a little flip book of them. Like, a little gift. animation <laughs> book. Yeah, a little gift. Yeah, I guess today's technology, you would yeah. do gifts, not flip books. Flip books. It shows where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> we can put a nickel in the yeah, Nickelodeon yeah. and watch that action. I don't even know. Dirty Lash, Beatable Squirrel. Oh, his name is Beatable Squirrel Boy now. I like that. All right. Um, I take the Marvel movie announcements as an early birthday present. Thanks. You guys were just a day early. Nice. Nice. Very good. Uh, we're, we always try to be early. Yeah, I know. And, yeah, with our <laughs> we're great at that, especially in the spider office. Yes. Um, is Big Hero 6 going to be okay for my three-year-old to watch, or is it for older kids? He loves Disney movies and Marvel cartoons. Nick, you are a uh, parent. I am a parent. And uh, familiar with the material? What, what, what do you think? Uh, I would guess that, uh, I mean, it depends on your kid. Yeah. I, I, like, you know, there's adventure. There's a pretty scary villain in there. Mm -hmm. But it's Disney, and I think it'll be probably held to the similar standards of the recent kind of, like, yeah. if, if your kid liked Wreck-It Ralph, I would guess that you could, that they'd probably like this one. If they didn't, you might want to be careful and see you yourself go. first. Wreck-It Ralph's a good comparison. And then you can bring him back second. Yeah. Frozen. Yeah. It's by the same people who did Frozen. Yeah. You you just missed the cutoff as far as uh, Frozen Mania, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, because Lois was born just. She saw too late. it in the theater. Did she? She slept through most of it. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Harsh then, critic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. She not happy. Not happy. Not happy. Did not care I think for she Frozen. was like four weeks old at the yeah. time. Yep. She's gonna be. She she, I, she didn't find those songs hummable. No. <laughs> I did. If Bobby Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez are listening, I love the songs. Yeah. Is you guys are amazing. Please come on the podcast. To be fair, yeah. Thank you, Nick. But mm -hmm. to be fair, could she hum at that point? Uh, I mean, she's very highly developed. I think uh, she's above most she babies. Like, oh. No. But she's. I mean, she's gonna be. That was it. She's. Yeah. She's. She was talking at like five weeks because she's that smart. She's advanced. Right? Yeah. She's walking now. She's. Yeah. Uh, she's 13 months. Ooh, she's walking, walking, going upstairs. There you go. She is pretty. Gotta intense. be careful. Right now, she likes squealing. She yep. likes. She doesn't talk, but she makes a lot of noise. A lot of noise. Like her dad. Like her <laughs> dad. <laughs> yep. I was over. Uh, you know, this is the this week in Marvel Kids podcast. I was over with my my goddaughter who was born just a month. 
uh, after Lois. Oh, excellent. That was out for Halloween with her last year, and she is now in the phase where she's very into taking her parents' stuff, whether it be phone, wallet. Um, I don't know if Lois went through this oh, yeah. phase. Oh, yeah. She's still be still, in that. Oh, I don't think they get out of that phase until they're 22. Oh, yeah, no, I yeah. agree. I'm still in that phase. Right? I'm in my 30s. Anytime I, I, I take things off my dad's plate. Yep. Yep. Definitely, and with the wallet. Oh, yeah. Come on. All right, oh, here's one for you. Edge of Spider-Verse keeps getting sold out here in Manila. Yeah. Usually in less than a week. Please print more copies. <laughs> well, we've got a third. We got second printings of number four and number five yep. coming up. We've got a third printing that I've heard is selling already like crazy oh of God. Edge of Spider-Verse 2, which is Spider-Gwen. So yep, the third printing has huge orders. Make sure you talk to your local comic shop. Reserve these comics. That's the only way to guarantee you don't get shut out. Yep. And Carlo M. also wants to know, uh, among the spider, this is a pretty big, broad question, uh, among the spider people, which ones are new and which appeared in comics, cartoons, or elsewhere? Well, I'll tell you which ones are new. Yes. At the very least. So, so we'll just, we'll start with Edge of Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Noir has been around for mm -hmm. uh, probably eight or nine years at this point. That's crazy. Six or seven, maybe. Somewhere like Something that, like yeah. that. But I think eight or nine. Um, issue two, Spider-Gwen, new character. New character. Issue three, Aaron Eichmann, uh, new character. Issue four, terrifying, terrifying, oh, evil spider so guy. So mad at you for publishing that. Yeah, it's <laughs> horrifying. Yeah. New character. New character. Actually, all of the rest of those issues are yeah, new characters. everyone in Edge of Spider-Verse. Spider is yeah. uh, new character as well. But in Spider-Verse... Spider-UK is new too, right? Spider-UK is new. Mm -hmm. But, you know, obviously Spider-Woman, Miles Morales, Spider-Girl, Anya Corazon, yep. uh, Spider-Man 2099, they're all old characters. Spider ben Riley, Spider-Man, old, Spider-Ham, old. Kane. Yep. Then there's the bullet point Spider-Man, who's who's an old Spider-Man. Yeah, there is. That's who that is. Bullet point Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh man, I had no yep. idea. That's, that's cool. Bruce Banner. Yeah. Became Spider-Man. Right, 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 right. That's good. Uh, old Man Spider is he new, or we don't know yet? Old Man Spider that you've seen the costume before. Yes. But you don't know who's underneath it. Interesting. That's so one of the big mysteries. The costume was an amazing 500. Yep. Um, and uh, Captain Universe Spider-Man is. Captain Universe Spider-Man is. He's is, new. Well, I mean, he's based off of yeah. He's based. He is a Peter Parker because he's if he if yeah if he kept it, if he kept his powers. Yeah. Um, but the, it's it's a mix. There are more older established yeah. Spider characters than there are new ones. But there are, I mean, there's just so many spiders and so many that you guys haven't seen yet. Hmm. Even as we've gotten you know into all the Edge of Spider Verse stuff and the first issue of Spider Verse and the team up and all that kind of stuff. Well, I think it's cool now that you know even in Amazing Number Nine, when someone like Spider Gwen, who's only had one appearance, shows up, she's not even a new character anymore. Now she's a cool, like, oh, cool. Yeah. She's back. She's yeah. interacting with these people. So that's cool. And, nope. uh, you know, she's getting her own book. There you go. Heck yeah. All right. We got more. We can keep going with this. Nick, you you let us know. Oh, yeah, we got Very pages and pages. Stuff. Yeah, there's some more Spidey stuff. I'll stick around for a little while longer. All right, a little while longer. We always like to have you. Yeah. Uh, Chris Milan, I'd like to suggest an MURC suggestion that at Twin uh, reading club. Unlimited Reading Club. Yeah. Spider Man Fever. Great Spidey Doctor Strange story with super freaky Ditko-inspired art That's and insane McCarthy story. That's the Brendan McCarthy one, I think? Yeah, it's... The one with the spider demons? Spider-Man Fever is... Act yeah, that was like an early pick of ours on the podcast, so we yeah. could revisit that. That's a nuts book. It was a Marvel Knights book. Yeah, I think it so. It was wild. It was wacky. It, yeah. was, uh, it was a lot of I fun. Brendan McCarthy. Yeah. yeah, much like Brendan McCarthy. Yep. Uh, oh, we got an answer from our lot. We did uh, Future Imperfect as nice. our last uh, reading club, and this is... We want to know there was a character referred to called Wild Man, who they do a reference to. We didn't know if he actually showed up. Apparently, he did appear later in Hulk 447. Ooh. So there you go. 
Couple of hints for Avengers Alliance. Anytime it says to use a specific item, you can use it outside of the spec op in regular story mode, and it will count without costing you ISO 8. Any plans to upgrade Doctor Strange with multifunction like Doctor Voodoo? Unknown. Nick doesn't know. Unknown, guys. Unknown. I've, I've worked with those awesome people on Avengers Alliance mm -hmm. back in, in the day with X-Men and AVX stuff, no. uh, but I don't know if they're going to be doing that as Doctor Strange. Uh, I mean, since yeah. he's getting a movie, Maybe. I imagine that they're going to be amping him up a little bit. Yeah, there'll be a lot of Doctor Strange stuff. No immediate plans for multifunction. I uh, talked to those guys. Oh. On the regs. There we because go. Because I, I run the game section now of Marvel. You're amazing. Nick. So, You're uh, multifaceted man, That's ben new. That's why I talk to you about Spider-Man Unlimited. That's not just for fun. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Although I enjoy all our conversations. But yeah, and then finally, Chris Bond says, Hot damn, great time to be a Marvel fan. Agree. Would agree. I would agree. Mm -hmm. HW View, Haywood View. Uh, last week, Tomb of the Week was Axis 3. Battle was won, but the house is divided, and the broken hearts are there. And then another twim was Guardians 20. We finally see what happens to Rich and brings up the fact that apparently, uh, I, I'll, 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 I'll jump on this. Uh, they they keep spelling his last name wrong. Yeah. They yeah. keep alternating. It's yep. R-I-D-E-R, -E but for some reason, I don't know if it's Bendis, I don't know if it's Martz, but they, I've, I've told I'd them I'd say it's, it's wrong. a combination of both. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe Martz is a big Ryder Cup fan of that could, golf tournament, and he's could. just really trying to make it change there. Could also mean that the uh, rich Ryder who expired last week is not our rich Ryder, because it was the... Uh, it's a loophole. Window. It's a loophole. That's a window. They left that window open. Window. Yeah, but H uh, Haywood View did not pick any Spider-Man books for his last two tomes of the week. Nick, what do you think? I'm pretty disappointed. I know, and, and he's a he's a friend of yours. Yep. Well, that's it. Not not anymore. Friendship over. List. Friendship over. Jeremiah Lupo, the year-long wait between May 2018 and May 2019 is gonna suck with a lot of use. Hashtag worth it. Hashtag Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, it's gonna be a year, guys. I can't like wait to be able to tell people what character I'm playing yeah. in those movies. Well, we got a little while, so let's. Yeah, uh, so I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna up. say it, man. I'm gonna be secretive. 2018, you're gonna be almost 30 by the time this movie comes out. Almost, almost. You're gonna be almost. Coming, creeping up on that. Yep. Kieran Doherty, uh, more movie stuff. Captain Marvel movie. I'm so excited for this. Oh, Hopefully, this yeah. gets more people reading the comic by Kelly Sue DeConnick. Yep, Kelly Sue is great. That That's book out of your office, great. technically, right? It is. It yeah. is. So I'm gonna. Even though Sana has escaped your physical office, yep. she still she is somehow part of got you. out of there. I don't yeah, know I know. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'll, I'll figure out where that uh, hole in the wall is, <laughs> and we'll be able to. But yeah, it's a great book. I can't wait for that movie. Heck yeah. Is Mark Panicci's office now a Niclo office annex? Pretty much. Yeah, we're creeping. Yeah, we're creeping. <laughs> Uh, I love Deadpool and Old Cap together. I would watch a buddy cop style show about them kicking Russians. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Who wouldn't? I'm in. Kyle Charles, because of the last reading club, I just finished reading 10 issues straight of The Exiles. Thanks, Good book. Guys. Love that book. Mike Mart special. We had Mike, Mike in here Mike to Rage. talk about it. Yep. Um, he was great. Matt Glover, Age of Ultron trailer looks freaking sweet. Ultron looks and sounds like pure intellectual and physical hate rage. Agreed. I, I don't know. I'm no scientist, so I don't know if that's yeah, yeah. Uh, totally accurate. I am a scientist, yes. and, and that's accurate. Right. <laughs> a spider scientist. Uh, Mikal Inka's Rain says, I am love, love, loving this week in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. interview podcast, uniformly intelligent, eloquent, and informative, which is surprising given that they're hosted by Strong. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you got to say about that, that guy. That guy. Right? Yeah. That guy. He was my one 
Lifeline when I did a red carpet interview for X-Men Oh, First that Class. was a classic. For, you, can, you can still watch it on YouTube, I believe. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yep. Nick Nick interviewing the cast and crew of X-Men First Class. Probably after, my favorite red carpet. After an hour and 15 minutes of me talking oh, that was, alone. That was the best. That, yep. When the actors started showing up, it actually kind of went downhill. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was the I've worst part of that. I've yeah. heard that. All right, Ollie says, uh, what's it like to have 34 million views of your upcoming event movie? Ever guessed Goosebumps? I did. I mean, you know, it's just another day at the office. I got a lot of those old Goosebumps books when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, well, he capitalized Goosebumps. <laughs> I, know, that's so why I guess that's why he I asking. thought that's what he was referencing. No? Yeah. No? Am I yeah, wrong? I assume so. Yeah. Uh, would you ever want to see Hawkeye? I don't pronounce Hawkeye. How do you pronounce Hawkeye? You just say Hawkeye, Hawkeye. right? Yeah. You say yeah. Hawkeye in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with Mockingbird. Personally... I regret Jeremy Renner. He's great, but busy. Oh, so they're I think saying, what he's saying is, I regret that Jeremy Renner. They wish that he could yeah. be in there, but he's they just They regret too busy. that he plays the part only because he's so busy, but he is great. Yeah, but you never know you in never the Marvel know. Universe. You Anything's never possible. know. I mean, uh, Sif. Sif showed up in an Sif was on Agents of Shield. Nick Fury. Nick Fury showed up there. Sam Jackson's yeah. pretty busy. Yeah, he's. It's got a pretty packed schedule. I would say he's busier than Jeremy Renner. Well, I mean, like, I don't want to start any trouble with Jeremy <laughs> Renner. So you I you mean, can dig Jeremy that. Jeremy Renner is busy. <laughs> yeah. But Sam Jackson does he's, at least 18 movies a year. You could call him ubiquitous. Would I mean, be a word. That's, a, that's not science. Well, he's also doing, he's doing commercials. Yeah. He's doing voices. Yeah. He's everywhere. Wearing glasses. All over the place, yeah. wearing hats, yep. Kangol caps, yeah, man. bringing those back mm-hmm. if they ever left. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Penelope Cat's got a whole bunch. I've been hoping for a Disney Kingdom Thunder Mountain series, so I'm excited. Hoping we get at least one dinosaur. Hopefully. Hopefully. Ridiculously excited for Marvel's new Star Wars comic. It's going to be a nostalgic spring for me. Uh, a lot of stuff Nick's not editing, so I'm just kind of going to blow through yeah, this. Yeah, let's blow through it. Um, read the first blow two issues it. of all new Ghost Rider on Marvel Unlimited. I never cared for Ghost Rider before, but this is great. Definitely a good series. Avengers movie, Cat movie, Guardians movie, Avengers movie, Avengers movie, my birthday presents for the next five years. A lot of people, I saw a lot of people saying these movies are coming out on their birthday. Yeah. It can't possibly be true. Well, maybe. I mean, comics fans have a lot in common. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they're all born at the same time. A lot of them are born at the same day. All born at the same time. I like that Nick's organizing our comics for us. I appreciate that. I'm looking through. No, it's good. I appreciate it. Uh, Not sure if it's my twin of the week yet, but I really like Deathlock number one, gripping story and great art. Hadn't been a big Deathlock fan, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. plus Edmondson plus Perkins got my interest up enough to give number one a try. And then it says, bought Nova, Guardians, and Deathlock this week. Three-way tie for Twin of the Week. Uh, there were there were spider books last week. So yeah, that, that Nova. Seems, hey, Nova's mine. Nova's yours. Yep, Nova's mine. Really? Nova is good. That was, that was a great book. 22? Is that the Halloween one? Yeah. It's the Halloween one, and that That's was a lot a of fun. fun issue. Just wait. Fun. 23 and 24. Guys... You've said this publicly. 23 and 24 are two of the best superhero comics I've ever worked on. Right. They, like, the closest thing that I can compare them to is, you mentioned it before, the juggernaut issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Ooh. Uh, That's right, because he's fighting... Claw. Claw. Yep. Which, if you're at Axis this week, you'll know what Claw is. Yep. That's, that's, a, great, yep. that's a great place it's to uh, shoot for. incredible. And actually, I just get a quick interrupt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only mm-hmm. thing that might have challenged Amazing Spider-Man to me <laughs> for a book of the week is Rocket Number Five. Yes, the I Am Rocket Groot Five issue. is again uh, one of like one of our I think one of the finest comics we have put absolutely out in the last like six or seven years. And Nick, I'm not familiar with uh, Jake Parker. Oh. Most of the art on here. Who? Jake where? Parker. Where did he come from? Jake Parker is a friend of Scotty Young's who I uh, ended up finding on Tumblr. Mm. He has this great uh, creation, and I'm gonna. I'm brain farting on the name, but it's a skull. It's like this spaceman with a skull inside of it who's amazing. Mm-hmm. Not Skullboy. I know what you're talking but, about, but, but I can't uh, picture the name either. 
Yeah, but he's, he's not Hellboy. But Jake has worked in animation. He's worked in a bunch of different places. He's, he's like done some children's books. Yeah, he's fantastic. He did a page of All New X Men twenty five mm. for me. Uh, he did a story in the Spider Verse anthology that comes out next week. Yeah, it does come out next week. Uh, that is awesome. That he did, worked on with Scotty as well. He is the real deal. All right, he is awesome. He so does Jake Parker. Drops. Follow him on Tumblr. Okay, so you're gonna lock him up. Oh yeah, he's lock great. him up for more work. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Anyway. All right, oh my Gil says, why did iTunes unsubscribe me from this week at Marvel? How else can I pester Ben J. Morrison, Agent M, with bad puns if you don't let me listen? Uh, I don't know. We didn't do that, but I mean, I, I missed your puns, I guess. Yeah. Did I? I don't know. I don't know. That happens to me with a Fresh Air podcast sometimes. Like, it just messes it just unsubscribe sometimes. iTunes is weird. But speaking of iTunes, by the way, uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please give us a review and a rating. Yeah. It helps our algorithm. It helps Nick... Uh, Helps Nick get paid. Yep. Helps put, Maybe? put mm. pants on my daughter. Helps put pants on his daughter. <laughs> so he doesn't have to steal them from Reborn. Yep. <laughs> uh, Q checking in. First, I loved Storm number four. It was the greatest issue ever. Wow. Greatest but, issue however, ever. But, however, but read on. <laughs> this week, I must say, though, Inhuman number seven and Carnage number one have my heart. Yeah. How about Inhuman number seven, guys? Mm. Did you guys talk about that last Inhuman week? Inhuman number yeah. seven, we talked all about it last week. Great issue. The cop issue? Yep. Maximus, yeah. Black Bolt, all good stuff. Wait, <laughs> yep, it's so good. And then uh, issue eight, guys. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Right. Big stuff. Whoa. I like seeing Black Bolt back in the book. I yep. like having his presence. Uh, yeah, and you really get to love those cops in that issue. And yep. then, Frank. kabam. Yep. Uh, Frank McGee. <laughs> Frank. Another one from you. How is the Women of Marvel podcast going to build up their audience if they don't do a weekly review? Hey, I can't speak for them, all right? The Women of Marvel are the Women of Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Have they had you on as a guest yet? No. That's probably why their audience is uh, not increasing. Should, oh, for anyone who read Amazing Spider-Man 9, though, yeah. you have to watch the AR. I know sometimes people skip AR. They shouldn't, but they, they shouldn't. definitely shouldn't skip this one. Okay. It is. It's a keeper. It is a keeper. I can't wait till it's on YouTube so I can send it to my family and friends <laughs> in the world of Twitter. I will be checking that out. It's it's really special. That's very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. All right, we got Ref Gamlin saying, question, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 Disassembled is listed as having the free comic book day issue, issues 14 through 17, and an annual. Which annual? There hasn't been an annual for the current series yet, has there? You know, I know there was going to be an annual at one point, and I know it got shuffled around. It may still be coming. It is still coming. It's still I think coming? It's coming. Yeah. It'll probably be out in like two weeks, okay. if I remember correctly. So it'll be in the collection. It just um, takes, it's just not out yet. It has taken so much work to make a story as awesome as that. Yeah, I know it's a, oh, re- it's a really cool story. I know there was uh, the, uh, originally different <clears throat> content, got moved around, but it'll be there. Don't you worry. Uh, I need the I'm an Avenger song that Deadpool sings in Axis number three to the tune of I'm a Believer. I love I'm a Believer. I was a big Monkeys fan growing up. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna need, I need Nick, to go. Nick, you got to go. You got more <laughs> to do. I'm, I'm amazed we kept you this long. Thank you. Well, you were phenomenal. Fun. I mean, this, is, this podcast is great. Yeah. You were tremendous, as always. I'm going to go ranking on iTunes. I think, yeah, you should, and review it as well. I will. I'm probably going to change my Twim of the Week to whatever Nick worked on. Yep. That's my Twim of the Week. All of, Nick's, all of Nick's books. Awesome. Thank you, Nick. I'll see you, guys see you later. Week, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Stuff. Oh, yeah, there's Spider Verse stuff every week. All right. Thank you, Nick. Bye, guys. All right, let's keep rolling along because I'm losing my voice. Uh, Ref Gimlin, the next Avengers are staying in our time for now. I wonder when we'll see them again soon, I hope. Hashtag Avengers World. Well, Avengers World would be a good place to uh, check them out. 
Uh, listen to the NYCC live app. Great show. Big thanks to you all. Glad you didn't have to deal with too many movie questions. Yeah, those are always tough. Yeah. Um, we got Robert saying, oops, cannot believe I used at instead of hashtag on the name. Looking forward. Potential live podcast of Twim in Vancouver. We are looking into it. Wheels are in motion. Um, Raph AB checked out the voice actress for the French version of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I feel lost. <laughs> Deathlock is voiced by the actor who voiced Gabe Jones and Sam Wilson. Ian Quinn is voiced by the actor who voiced Rock, Rocket and Loki. And Reyna by the actress who voiced Gamora. That's kind of cool. It's kind of some fun facts. It's cool, but at the same time, when you think about it, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like the same voices coming out of a lot of different people. It's confusing, a little bit, maybe, but I, th- I think that's kind of cool. Uh, and he notes that's a dirty lash that the movie release going to be one day late for his birthday, but you can still celebrate. All right, winding down Star-Lord UK after reading Axis 3. The only thing I can think about is now I'm an Avenger, just brilliant at writing <laughs> of Deadpool. Join Axis. Can't wait to see how it all unfolds between the Avengers and the X-Men. Simon said, She-Hulk number nine was like an episode of Law & Order with superheroes. I hope that's what the new Daredevil show is like. We shall see. It will be better. I've seen clips at Comic-Con because well, I had to do the event. She-Hulk <laughs> is a pretty good book, so let's not jump the gun. They're both great. Let's be uh, be very liking of all our stuff. I love She-Hulk. Uh, Simon Seb, so Marvel has won all the money with today's movie news. <laughs> Kicking back to last week, hashtag Marvel event. Thanks, Marvel, for all the news today, especially Black Panther and Captain Marvel. You listened and acted. Uh, Simon, glad to hear you say that. I know this is something you were something for a while, and we liked hearing from you, and it just shows, like, you gotta just keep keep asking for what you want. Eventually, it pays off. So Marvel is gonna make about 50... <laughs> I'm sorry? 50 billion. You gotta let me read the questions. You That's a lot of me. money. <laughs> well, they don't know yet, because I haven't read the question yet. You're reading it to yourself. So Marvel is gonna make about 50 billion dollars from all these movies. Do you like Eamon? Buy an island. That's good. I'm gonna buy an island from all the money I'm gonna make. and saying okay i was wrong to doubt but i had to keep asking until it happened hashtag black panther hashtag captain marvel um we like that you keep asking like we said finally it sucks she hulk is getting canceled but everyone i talked to said they like the story but not the art uh first of all the art's tremendous and second of all um canceled is a strong word i'm gonna say stay tuned on she hulk and read the solicit for the uh final issue very carefully what number is the final issue? I had no it's idea that 12. was even ending. Good. I'm glad you're you're <laughs> keeping up on your job. Notes. No, I, I I really like it. I didn't know that issue number twelve is gonna be the final issue. Sell. But again, I'm not gonna say anything here. But let's just say you know keep keep listening. I like that. Yeah. X Men First Classy. All these event teasers teasers are freaking me out. Especially Civil War. Yes. Also <laughs> making me wonder what the bleeps happening. Uh, we'll see. Soon enough. <laughs> Soon enough. Maybe this week. Finally managed to rank up almost all my spies in Spider-Man Unlimited. Congratulations. Civil War is going to be a movie. Just call me American Authors because this is the best day of my <laughs> life. What does that mean? It's, uh, it's the name of the song. All right. Yeah. Oh, they do bet them. Uh, you're, you're more with it than I am. <laughs> and finally, oh, this is this is right, aimed at you. Perfect one to end on. Arg, Civil War was in my grasp between me RC, which I've been almost begging for since we started, and it's gone. I blame Intern that. Alex for that one. I apologize, especially because three out of your four comments were about Civil War. War. (laughs) All right, that is another This Week in Marvel in the Books, episode number 158. Uh, Thank you to Nick Lowe, stop by for a while. Thank you to Mark and Patrick. And thank you, big thank you to Alex, hosting second week in a row. Great job. Glad to do it, glad to do it. Guys, go on Marvel Unlimited, Reese House of M. Use the hashtag TwimyRC. Get us your questions and comments. We will talk about it next week. Until then, 
I'm Ben Morse. He's Alex Lopez. Intern Alex, this is Marvel, your universe.